What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Built on Bitcoin podcast. This is the place, your home base, for all the innovation happening in the Bitcoin ecosystem. I am your humble host, Jacob Brown, but you'll see me on the interwebs as Jake Blockchain. And this is another This Week in Bitcoin episode where we cover all the latest happenings around the ecosystem in the past week or so, covering the big five players, as far as I could tell, Bitcoin proper, RSK, Stacks, Liquid, and Lightning. Stuff I can find uh, in my second episode of this new format, so I'm still, I'm still trying to find the best signal to noise places to keep up on Bitcoin news. But without further ado, let's just jump into it. I I like to have these be 10 minute episodes or so where I can just give you a quick little download, the latest stuff that happened, and then get you on your day more informed. So first up, without further ado, Bitcoin main chain, Bitcoin proper, if you will. So there's a few updates I saw. One, there is now over 1 billion Bitcoin wallet addresses in existence. I don't know how many of those are active. Um, they could probably find that through chain analysis, but uh, yeah, there's now over a billion. So it's uh, the number's getting pretty crazy. And on that same tip, there was a pretty good article on Bitcoin DeFi. So as we see more wallets come online, meaning more people come online and they see the future that Bitcoin can provide, and they build to transact in this decentralized, permissionless way, uh, the need for DeFi is going to become increasingly clear. And there's still not a great source for Bitcoin-centric DeFi. Uh, Sovereign is doing what they can on RSK. Alex and StackSwap are doing interesting things on Stacks. I'm not even sure what exists on Liquid. Um, But yeah, there's a good article on HackRead about the need for Bitcoin DeFi. And uh, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, it's the best place to get the all these links. They're in the description below as well, but sent straight to your email so you can just boom right from your phone. All right, next up, uh, there's a new bug bounty program for Bitcoin improvement proposals. So this will be if you have a, a proposal you want to put forward and have someone uh, check it over, proofread it, or get some community funding behind it to kind of like vet the idea and get some momentum behind it. it BIPBounty.org is a new resource just launched today to uh, crowdfund research and like uh, deep diving into different BIPs that typically might just get posted on the uh, GitHub and they might just die there. So putting more... Um, energy and clarity and structure into this bit process. All right, and then last up for Bitcoin main chain, if you will, is this legal battle between Craig Wright and a Twitter user named Hodlnot. So if you don't know, Craig Wright is a supposed Satoshi Nakamoto. He says that he controls the keys to the wallet in the Genesis block, uh, just hasn't decided to move them but he says he is Satoshi Nakamoto. And so people have been kind of like debating that case and slandering his name, uh, as he says. And so Haronaut was someone who did that in 2019. And now the court case is going to court in September 12th of next month. And so just this week, 
you put on a call to action trying to raise funds for this expensive and stupid legal battle. And people came together. He raised over 47 BTC, so over a million dollars in just a few days. And uh, yeah, should be good to see what happens with that. I mean, personally, for me, I think this is one of those red herrings for Bitcoin, which is that uh, people talk so much about how strong of a base layer Bitcoin is. But if Craig was Satoshi or the person who owns that wallet uh, did move Bitcoin around and then came to public and became a public public figure, that's a huge, uh, you know, potentially unstable place for Bitcoin to be that no one just talks about. So I think this is it's something to watch. I mean, everyone's writing Craig off. I think the chance that he's Satoshi is 1%, but that's 1%. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's latest on that. And that's Bitcoin main chain. Next up, we got stacks in the house. So uh, Gamma is one of the biggest NFT marketplaces on stacks. And they've been releasing more and more creator tools to make it easier for you as a creator to launch your different collections on uh stacks to have these nfts secured by bitcoin so maybe you do art maybe you do audio maybe you want to release kind of like membership nfts so you can do them in editions and then you release them in bunches uh they're doing a bunch of creator tools and now they have a new free tool where you can release uh discord bots that will give you different stats so when things sell how much it's sold for things like that it'll be an automatic bot that will track those things for you and that's free creators all right next up on stacks alex miller is the ceo of hero systems which is the developer tooling entity within the stacks ecosystem so if you're doing any kind of like dev work you're probably interacting with some of the tools that they built to make your job as a programmer that much easier and it's a super subtle thing that he posted but he announced on twitter it's a picture of the stack symbol, which is in purple, surrounded by a bunch of lightning bolts. And it just says, excited for things to come, something like that. And so we have to assume some kind of stacks lightning integration is coming soon to stacks. Now, is that going to be lightning integration native in the hero wallet? So we can finally see some native BTC support in the wallet that claims to be, you know, built on Bitcoin. Uh, that would be great to see. Don't know what it is yet, TBD, but that's exciting. Talking also about that same Bitcoin connection, right access has been that one thing that everyone's trying to solve for. If you want to get more expressive contracts with your Bitcoin, you have to move them off chain because the programming language, Bitcoin script that's on Bitcoin proper is very limited. So especially when it comes to bringing things on to uh, Bitcoin to write to Bitcoin and change the state from an external source is now impossible. So Tycho, who is one of the builders for Zest Protocol, wrote an interesting thread kind of showcasing what the problem is and also some potential solutions being worked on, whether it's their DLCs or something else. So you can check that out below, uh, but it's pretty thought-provoking. And if you're working on some of these problems, maybe it'll help you kind of like lighthouse guide uh, directionally how to work through this. And then last up for stacks, uh, I do my best to try and find the best signal to noise ratio of stuff that's interesting happening on stacks. 
but there's tons of stuff in the kind of like nuances and the edges that I'm going to miss. So if you're looking for high signal to noise ratio of just good stacks news, proof of research is a great newsletter uh, just coming out with Bowtie Pomeranian and the advisor. Uh, they're putting out weekly editions. Highly, highly recommend you check it out. Before we jump into RSK, let's do a quick word from our sponsor. We all know Bitcoin is for the innovators, the revolutionaries, and the builders looking to build a better world for themselves and for the next generation. We also know the saying, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. The same thing applies to building on Bitcoin. If you want to come build with the most active developer community building new use cases for Bitcoin, then it's time you make the leap to learning Clarity. Clarity is the Stack's smart contract programming layer, which enables us to work on DeFi, smart contracts, and so much more, all built with the safety and security that comes with Bitcoin. Start today by going to start.stacks.org. Start.stacks.org has a five-step journey that will take you from complete Stacks novice to teaching you Clarity, all the way to finding a job with a Web3 Stacks startup. Don't wait another month, year, or decade waiting to get involved in the Bitcoin ecosystem. Start building on Bitcoin today. Go to start.stacks.org to start learning and building today. All right. Thank you to my sponsor for making this happen. Now let's jump into RSK. So there's two main things I saw this week on RSK. Uh, there's a big network upgrade about to go down. So in about a week, technically at block 4,598,500, uh, there's going to be a mandatory upgrade happening that brings a couple uh, technical upgrades. So it's called RSK Hop 4 is the uh, name of it. And it, it does some in the weeds things, but the main one is uh, there's idea of trying to get Bitcoin in and out of different side chains and the peg out problem is typically the hardest because if you're going to uh, have a trustless way of pegging back out most of the ways right now that exist require some level of trust and so when you look at things like liquid they use a uh, 11 of 15 multi-sig so you have to have 11 yeses before the bitcoin gets sent out and rsk uses something somewhat similar um, but it's hardware mediated. So it's called the HSM, the hardware security module. The method is called a POW peg or proof of work peg. And they're changing the way the peg out process works. So up until this point, when you wanted to initiate a peg out process and take your what's called RBTC back to Bitcoin main chain and unlock your Bitcoin, uh, it was its own transaction. And so if a bunch of people were pegging out, that can clutter the network high in fees, etc. Now you can batch with this new upgrade uh, pegouts into one transaction and do a bunch in one in one time. Uh, I think some of the technical details is going to be eight pegouts per day. So they'll be batched in that kind of fashion. Um, there's also some other nuances in that update. If you want to nerd out about the, that stuff, it's in the description below, but that's pretty cool to see. And then the other one is the really the main app that I can tell is on RSK, and it's really good, is Sovereign. So Sovereign is Bitcoin DeFi. Uh, they have swaps. They have a lending option. And uh, they hit another all-time high of BTC locked in their newest offering called Zero. 
So it's an over-collateralized loan. And so you put in your BTC, it's all trustless, and you can take out a stablecoin loan and convert that into other stablecoins and go spend that in the myriad of DeFi things around the cryptosphere. So they hit a new uh, all-time high in that. Last week was the other all-time high, so they're on a, a pretty upward trajectory, uh, which is cool to see. And then Liquid, which there isn't a ton going on in Liquid, at least public-facing that I could tell. Um, but there is something called Fediment, which you might have seen kind of like around the Twitter sphere lately. And it's this idea of federate, smaller federated networks. Um, I don't know a ton of specifics, but it's touted as a federated ECAS solution that aims to offer better privacy and spendability with some trade-offs in auditability. So it's not a blockchain per se, so there's not a bunch of nodes confirming the balances, but you get better privacy and faster finality in the way you spend them. So Blockstream is helping uh, their continuing research on this fediment. And uh, that leads me to another kind of side point with Blockstream, which is that people roast them online a lot, probably deservedly so for some some point, of uh, their dead network and how they're kind of like douchey online, which I think those, in my opinion, are both objectively true. The network doesn't seem like it's getting much traction. And every time I see someone interact with a Blockstream person, they're kind of douchey. But that is also to say that a lot of people at Blockstream don't post a lot on Twitter. And a lot of what Blockstream does is research and development stuff behind the scenes. So it doesn't make for glitz and glamour on crypto Twitter, but they're doing a ton of, I view them as kind of like an extension of Bitcoin Core that has much more funding. So a lot of stuff they're working on is uh, working on different things around signatures and privacy tools, nuances around BIPs. Again, doesn't doesn't make the headlines, doesn't make the news. So when you see them, um, they look like the douchey guys that think they're like hot shit. But I think Blockstream is doing some important work. Um, so just wanted to give them their fair shake. I think most people don't. All right, last but not least, we're going to cover Lightning, which has been one of the most exciting things to cover for me so far because there's just so much going on. Uh, Lynn Alden, who is a macroeconomic person, uh, puts out great content. She put out an excellent article on the Lightning Network. Now, to be fair, it's a beast. It's a commitment of time to read through all of it. But if you do, you'll be way, way, way more knowledgeable on the implications of Lightning Network. So that's something to check out. And then last thing this week that I saw is Fountain, which is a podcasting app that is Lightning enabled, released a big new update, which brings uh, unified search and some more clarity around how earnings can happen. And so they're creating this really cool integration where you can be web two native if you want and just use it as a podcast player. So you can enjoy this great podcast in the Fountain app. But if you connect your Lightning wallet to it, you can fund it. And then as you're listening to this podcast, for for example, you can stream micro, you know, cents, you know, fractions of pennies every minute or so uh, to reward me for my hard work and vice versa. If you uh, use the app and you clip parts of this episode, things that you thought were particularly valuable, 
and people like that, they can send you sats for your hard work of clipping up this podcast. So they're creating this nice flywheel of uh, incentivizing all sides and all participants to push up the highest good content and reward them for their hard work in this frictionless payment way that Lightning enables. So pretty cool to see. Uh, I'm super, super bullish on Fountain. If you are listening to this and you're not using the Fountain app, please give it a shot. I mean, you're in crypto. You want to be bleeding edge. Um, this is one of the coolest new things coming out. You can get paid in some sats, but also you can help your boy create this content by sending me some some pennies. So, yeah, that's it for this week in Bitcoin. I love y'all. Hope this was helpful. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way, but I'll be right here waiting. I've been waiting now. I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out. Make it out, cause I don't think about everything going wrong.